Well, good afternoon, church. All right. Good to see all of you here. The special effects that we see in movies have become almost perfect. The use of computer animation and graphics can create just about anything. And it all looks so real that it takes no imagination on our part. Our belief is suspended as we watch the screen with captivated attention. In Jesus' day, the storyteller created images in people's minds. So, Jesus' description of the last days had to have been both frightening and awesome to those who listened to him. Then, mysteriously, he switches directions and tactics and points to a simple fig tree. Now, they grow wild, almost like weeds, all around those valleys that Jesus visited. They were common sight to all who listened to him. He used the image to reinforce the dramatic message he had just described in simple and gentle words. In this subtle way, Jesus is telling the listeners that the end time will come for each person when God so chooses it to happen. We are not to worry. There will always be fanciful descriptions. People will always want to frighten us. Some will insist that they alone can interpret the signs that will be forthcoming. Oh yes, the special effects will be spectacular. But the mystery of life and death and the resurrection are all around us in simple, beautiful ways. For those of us that have eyes of faith to see and experience. Christ is more interested in the way we conduct ourselves, our lives in this moment, rather than tomorrow. He's more eager to see us improve life for others today than he is to remove us from it. Andrew Greeley was an American Catholic priest, sociologist, journalist, and popular novelist. Greeley was a professor of sociology at the University of Arizona and the University of Chicago. For many years, he wrote a weekly column for the Chicago Sun-Times. Now, Andrew Greeley has some wise thoughts on this point. 
The second coming, the new age, the new epoch, he says, could and should be happening throughout this day, this week. A young man was volunteering at a local soup kitchen, and he recounts his experience. I saw the second coming at the soup kitchen. A woman volunteer gave a man soup, pasta, and coffee. As he was leaving, he thanked her. Then she noticed the bad condition of his shoes. She told him to wait. From the clothing closet, she brought several pair of shoes. The woman got down on her hands and knees and fitted each pair. Finally, she found the right fit. In this encounter, Jesus, in his second coming, was present. I was watching him washing his apostles' feet all over again. A young woman also shares an experience. I witnessed the new age today at a fast food restaurant. A busload of children treated their waitress with kindness. Please and thank you were among more plentiful than hamburgers and Cokes. They cleaned their table, left a generous tip, and a happy waitress. There was no doubt but that the Lord was present. We ask Jesus, how do we prepare for dying? He responds, by living. As Greeley says, the answer to the when of the second coming can be readily given. The Lord is present anywhere people treat each other with gentleness, generosity, and thoughtfulness. My brothers and sisters, this week, why not see how many times you yourself can bring Jesus back to earth? Here's a proverb to help motivate you. I sought my God, my God I could not see. I sought my soul, my soul eluded me. I sought my neighbor, and I found all three. Become God's miracle for somebody today, next week, and the week after. Amen.